Now, as the restrictions are beginning to be lifted, it's time to think about going out into the countryside again. Here's Pius Murray with another Walk in the Burn. This week, in episode three, he's walking the Temple Cronin Loop. The Temple Cronin Loop, with its trailhead in Carron Village, is a burn walk that calls on you to be attentive. There is so much for you to see and to take in. The surrounding landscape is varied and breathtakingly beautiful. My favourite American poet is Mary Oliver, who died in January 2018. A well-known mantra of Mary Oliver's is to pay attention. That is our proper and endless work. Her poetry teaches you how to pay attention. I love the poem Snow Geese. The background to the poem is that the poet was working in her garden in Provincetown, Massachusetts. It was in autumn. The Americans call it fall. A flock of snow geese passed overhead. The geese were migrating to the south, away from the harsh Canadian winter. The first few lines of the poem describe the transitory nature of things in our lives. And then she describes the experience of seeing the snow geese. Snow Geese by Mary Oliver Oh, to love what is lovely and will not last. What a task to ask of anything or anyone. Yet it is ours, and not by the century or the year, but by the hours. One fall day I heard above me and above the sting of the wind a sound I did not know, and my look shot upward. It was a flock of snow geese, winging it faster than the ones we usually see, and, being the colour of snow, catching the sun, so they were in part at least golden. I held my breath, as we do sometimes, to stop time, when something wonderful has touched us, as with a match, which is lit and bright, but does not hurt in the common way, but delightfully, as if delight were the most serious thing you ever felt. The geese flew on. I have never seen them again. Maybe I will, some day, somewhere. Maybe I won't. It doesn't matter. What matters is that when I saw them, I saw them, as through the veil, secretly, joyfully, clearly. As you negotiate a high style, Temple Cronin suddenly comes into view. You can't but be surprised at its remote location. The church, named after Cronon or Cronin, is an early historic church site dating back to the 10th century. What is remarkable about Temple Cronin is that the history is lost. There is no mention of Temple Cronin in the annals or in any church archives. And Cronin himself is an obscure saint whose pattern day is celebrated on October 19th. The little church is architecturally beautiful, with lots of interesting features. Look out for the Romanesque stone heads dating back to the 12th century. The narrow east window, 
which has a round head, is typical of early Irish churches. East represents dawn, sunrise, a new day, new beginnings, and in the Christian tradition it represents the resurrection. In the west wall is a trabeate doorway with a magnificent lintel, a horizontal stone across the top of the door. Passing under the lintel represented crossing a threshold in olden times. West represents dusk, the setting sun, the end of day, the spirit world. Alas, the west door is now blocked up and rather strangely has been replaced by a north door sometime in the 15th century. A visit to Temple Cronin brings to mind the concept of an earthly kingdom, the kingdom of God on earth. In film director Peter Fonda's western, The Hired Hand, released in 1971, the Gospel of Thomas is read by actor Warren Oates over a sandy grave. His disciples said to him, On what day will the kingdom come? Jesus said, It will not come while people watch for it. They will not say, Look, here it is, or Look, there it is. But the kingdom of the Father is spread out over the earth, and people do not see it. In Patrick Kavner's poem, A Christmas Childhood, the poet describes the earthly kingdom. The tracks of cattle to a drinking place, a green stone lying sideways in a ditch, or any common sight, the transfigured face of a beauty that the world did not touch. Poet Seamus Heaney also speaks of an earthly kingdom. His view was that the only kingdom of God that we know is an earthly kingdom. He calls it the marvellous. You and I are living in the marvellous. As I stand inside the little church of Cronin, I am reminded of Seamus Heaney's poem from Lightning's Eight. Seamus had read in the 12th century annals of an event that took place back in the 6th century in St. Kieran's monastic site at Clanmacnoise on the River Shan. As the monks were praying in the church, a spirit ship appeared above them. The idea of the spirit ship is that, for example, when I die, my spirit will leave my body and will board a spirit ship and will be taken westwards on a voyage to the spirit world. The poem describes what happened in Clamac Noise. From Lightning's Eight by Seamus Heaney. The annals say, when the monks of Clanmacnoise were all at prayers inside the oratory, a ship appeared above them in the air. The anchor dragged along behind so deep it hooked itself into the altar rails, and then, as the big hull rocked to a standstill, a crewman shinned and grappled down the rope and struggled to release it, but in vain. This man can't bear our life here and will drown, the abbot said. 
unless we help him. So they did. The freed ship sailed, and the man climbed back out of the marvellous as he had known it. Just south of the church is an ark house or ark shrine, a tomb in which the bones of a holy person were placed. There is a second ark house over the wall at the northeast corner of the site, which is reputed to have contained the bones of Cronin. These bone reliquaries tell you that Temple Cronin was an important place of pilgrimage in the past. These are the only ark houses in the burn. Cronin's well, Tubber Cronon, is further along the track. A powerful burn spring is the source of the water in the holy well. The well is at the base of a low limestone cliff, and beside it is the mound where the rounds are done. Doing the rounds is a key spiritual practice at sacred sites, especially at holy wells. You walk clockwise in a circle. I prefer to do the rounds in a mindful way in silence. Doing the rounds helps us to arrive to the well, to get us to slow down, to ground ourselves, to be fully present. The number of rounds you do may vary from holy well to holy well, and some wells have particular customs and practices unique to that well. Walking in a circular manner helps to move us out of linear ways of thinking, to be open to the circle of life. Having completed the rounds, you approach the water of the well, bringing a gift and taking away a healing. Having moved further along the trail, you come to an area of beautiful burn paving, wide, smooth clints with deep grikes or crevices dividing the paving, and beautiful karst features in the stone caused by water erosion. In this amazing location, I like to encourage walkers to participate in grounding exercises on the limestone paving. It is important to live your daily life in a grounded way. One way of achieving this is to have routines built into your day, especially a morning routine. This could include a meditation, stretching exercises, a wash and brush routine, including a shower, drinking water, I prefer a mug of hot water, eating fruit and having a healthy breakfast. In a recent article in the Irish Times, positive psychologist Enda McNulty mentioned a friend in County Armagh who speaks of winning the morning. That is, having a morning routine that sets the day in motion, that gets you going. I will finish with a short poem called A Spiritual Journey by American poet Wendell Berry. I recite it for walkers when we do our grounding exercises out in the burn. A Spiritual Journey by Wendell Berry And you cannot discover the world by a journey of miles, no matter how long, but only by a spiritual journey, a journey of one inch. 
very arduous and humbling and joyful, by which you arrive at the ground at your feet and learn to be at home. Thank you. Bye for now. May God protect you. And that was Pius Murray walking in the Burren. And you can find out more at walkingwithpious.com. That's walkingwithpious.com.